The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpa sportsmed to learn more. Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting week of our PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm your host, Nebia Size, here with my co-host, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week, boss man? I'm hanging in there, Nebby. This is actually, uh, for people who don't know, this is the second podcast that we are actually recording this week. So it's actually come out next Friday. You know, just just hanging, Nebby. Just chilling, man. Looking at, we're in a quiet period right now, I guess, for recruiting. So you're not going to see a lot of big offers come out. You know, just uh, did a good story with uh, York tailback, uh, Jaheim White, yesterday. Um, oh. West Virginia commit. West Virginia has done some really good things in Pennsylvania. Uh, getting Josiah Trotter, getting Jaheim White, getting Ronnie Gallagher. Um, so they're doing well, man. And uh, even though it's a quiet period for recruiting, it's a big, big time for football. You know, I know a lot of teams are going down to Penn State this weekend and having some um, 7-on-7 action, big man camps, stuff like that. And uh, we got a pretty good guest this week, Nebby. And, yeah, we and do you, have a pretty good. You got him. So I'm going to let you get him a <laughs> shout out here. We got a man. It's a collective effort. Um, for those listening, like Brian alluded to, this uh, podcast will be aired on 4th of July weekend, right before 4th of July weekend. But nonetheless, I'm going to introduce to all of you a name that's very familiar in the Mid-Pan Conference, JoJo Heaton. JoJo, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Nebby? What's up, Brian? How y'all doing? Doing good, alive and blessed. We're doing good. I'm actually recording from Boston, Massachusetts. It's my first time in Boston. For those unaware, uh, I just completed a uh, master's program with Syracuse. First thing, I got to attend my very last immersion. So this is one of the requirements. So, um, but it's a nice city. It's, it's a nice sunny day up here. But Jojo, how you doing, man? Um, back in the city, man. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, been in the city for the past two months. Just trying to stay busy, staying in shape. Just, yeah, finding things to do. Jojo just wrapped up like an 11-year career at an Old Dominion. For people <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. <laughs> how, many, how many years were you at Old Dominion? Six, seven? I was there for six. It felt about like ten, but yeah, it was. I was there for a long time, but I, I definitely I enjoyed myself and wouldn't wouldn't take it back for anything for sure. They they called him the old man at Old Dominion. He said, "Nebby," is what he told me <laughs> yeah. when I talked to him earlier this year. So yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah, they were. You know what, Brian? Before we get started, I just want to talk about the history between JoJo and I, man. JoJo and I grew up in the city of Harrisburg together. We both were two Harrisburg city Catholic kids. He went to St. Yeah. Mark and Mary's, right, Joe? Yeah, I went to St. Max. Uh-huh. I went to Holy Family right on 25th and Barry Hill Street on Allenson Hill. And we grew up playing against one another. But once we got to the 6th, 7th grade, his dad, Joe Heaton, uh, actually was our basketball coach. And my 8th grade year, JoJo's 7th grade year, because he's a year below me, we actually won um, the, the conference title at the very end. So yeah. <laughs> it's good to have a good friend on here. And you, you know, blossomed that Bishop McDevitt. I went over to Harrisburg. But nonetheless... What's the transition been like for you coming back home after such a stellar career at Old Dominion? You know, it, it's it's definitely been different. Um, so once my season was over, actually, I went down to Tampa to train for my pro day. So I was down there for the first three months of the year. And then, like I was saying, I've been home for the past two. And uh, since then, just staying busy, just trying to find some side jobs, you know, 
get a little cash in my pockets every once in a while. But yeah, it's it's been good though. It's been good to finally be back with my family because for uh, for people that don't know, a college football is like a job. So I rarely ever got to come home. So being home for these past two months have been nice. I always talk about that being like a job, and I always tell these kids on here, JoJo, that you know, it's I, having covered college football and. I actually covered uh, two different MEAC programs for almost a decade, South Carolina State and Bethune-Cookman. It's always fun to see the look in those freshman eyes on that first practice when they went from being your buddy who were recruiting you to the guy you can get fired. And just what is that like? What kind of – it's a grind. You did it for six years, right? I mean, kids don't know. It's the dream, and there's yeah. a lot of great stuff about it. But it's a freaking grind. If you want to be a college football player and you're listening to this, mm-hmm. it's a grind. Right. It's it's definitely grind, especially when I first got there. Coming from McDevitt, you work hard, you know, we it, winning program, all that. But in the college, you don't realize how difficult it is just to get on the field. Like just just the workouts in general. Whenever I got there in the summer, it was a complete different. It was a shift. It was a shift. And I had to kind of get into that mentality of just finding a way to get through everything and doing the best that I could, because the dudes that were next to me, one, they were all grown men. I was 18. These dudes, 21, 22, they've been here. They've been through it. So it's, it's, it's definitely a learning process. But then once you, once you do get adjusted, get used to it, it's definitely, it's definitely something that's uh, good for you, for sure. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize, man. I mean, Division One, Division Two, even Division Three, some of the guys just their walk-ons, guys just show up. What are high school's best player? Look, though, this is what I tell people, though. Honestly. Division one and Division three, Sunday to Friday, it's all the same. You go through all the same process, all the same practices, all the same schedules. On Saturdays, it might be a little different. You know, some dudes play in front of 100,000. Some dudes might play in front of 5,000. That's a big difference. But from Sunday to Friday, it's all the same. It's all the same grind. So I respect anybody that plays any sport in college, to be honest, because I know it's not easy at all. Definitely. Like I said, I mean, everybody out there, even the walk-ons were probably the top player or one of the top players on their high school team, almost at any level of college football. If they'll give you a jersey, you were a really good player in high school. So if you're sitting out there, you got to be ready because if you think yeah. you're, you know, oh, you're, I'm the guy at my school, everybody, if you're trying to go to college, everybody on that team was, was the guy at their school. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's superstar. Yeah, you bring up a good point, Brian. You talk about getting ready. Joe, what are what are some of the things that helped you get ready? Because you transitioned from one of the premier programs in Central Pennsylvania, certainly in the mid-pen, a Bishop McDevitt program led by Coach Wechter, and you blossomed that old demand. I mean, what were some of the things that helped you prepare to play on that level? The one thing that I really wanted to focus on uh, that really changed my game in college was consistency. In high school, you could have some bad plays, but other players on your team would make up for it or something. In college, if you show any type of inconsistency, those other college coaches will see it in film. So having the consistency to come out every play, do my 111, do my job, just make sure that I'm doing my part on the field is was the biggest thing. I feel like that's what honestly changed my game in college and made me a pretty, pretty decent player. Bryce Hall talked about that with the NFL, going from the college to the NFL. He said one of the things that kind of shocked him, and, and there's level to it, right, because it increases when you go to college, what you just brought up. But he said it shocked him how much and how hard coordinators could work or focus in just to get that one matchup in a game at the pro level. 
Exactly. Like, you know, and, and, and the things they identify and it just increases as you go up. So yeah, you definitely got to be consistent. You definitely got to be on point. You did that though, man. You had a great career at Old Dominion, right? What was that like? It was awesome. I loved it down there. I definitely do. And you know, during that COVID year, I definitely fall for granted because we didn't get a season that 20, uh, 2020 year. So just having football taken away made me even cherish it more when we got it back in 2021. So just being down there, being with all the guys, it was it was amazing. It was amazing. I definitely loved it down there for sure. You know, JoJo, something you mentioned early on in this podcast is that you had a pro day. Everyone in the, in the, in the area of Harrisburg knew about your pro day. Actually, Brian wrote about it. It was very exciting. We were all proud of you. What was it like building up to that point? And, and what did you do to prepare yourself to get on that stage? Because not everybody gets a pro day. So yeah. to be able to make it to that, to that pedestal says a lot about the type of player that you were, first and foremost. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was a fun experience. And honestly, I thought about what you just said every day, just knowing that not everybody gets to do that. Not everybody right. gets a chance to have NFL teams just watch them work out. So that's something I carried on my shoulder every day when I was training for my pro day. But um, I, like I said, I went down to Tampa. I uh, worked out with Cooper Performance down there, worked out with a lot of great guys. And it's, uh, honestly, most of the guys that I worked out with got picked up. So that was awesome. But yeah, it was it was a grind. We worked out twice a day, sometimes three times a day in that Florida heat um, and just, just got ready for pro day. And like I was saying, they're just taking it one day at a time. Honestly, I wasn't even really focused on the pro day aspect of it. I was focused on finding little things I could get better each day while I was down there. And then once the pro day came, honestly, it was just like second nature because we ran through it almost probably once a week. So that's what right. that's what definitely it was. It was definitely a fun process, though, for sure. You uh, you know, you and I talked before all that went down, and and obviously we we're hoping for a chance that didn't come. That you know, it's tough. NFL is a tough league to break into. Um, and, you know, you played with a good program, played in the bowl game, but you guys are a smaller – you know, you're not Texas at Old Dominion, yeah. right, or Alabama. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to break in. How have you handled that since not getting that opportunity? And then, like, what's the plan now? Because, you know, I taught you – you had a bunch of different ways you could go after this. So, like, mm-hmm. where are you at right now with that? And what, what are you looking at now? Maybe what's next for you? Yeah, you know, it, it was definitely tough not getting a chance to, especially – knowing how much work I put in and just everything that I had to go through just to get to that point. But honestly, only control what I can control. That's what I kept telling myself. You know, it is what it is at that point. But like I've just like I said, I guess keep working, keep getting at it. But um I actually just had a workout with the XFL Friday down in Maryland and I feel like that went really well as well. So hopefully something can pop up with that. That uh draft I'm pretty sure is in October. So Seeing with that, and then the USFL seems like it's doing a really great job um, with their league right now, and I'm pretty sure their playoffs start this weekend. So it's honestly, it's almost a blessing that there's so many other ways to get to the NFL because before it was just either NFL or nothing. So like I said, I'm just, just trying to stay stay ready for any type of opportunity that I get. So the XFL is going to be interesting because The Rock, man, The Rock owns the XFL. Um, and he's jumping in there with them. So you got to start tagging the rock, man, on, on, on the highlight films. Man, like, you know, Dwayne Johnson, what's up? 
Yeah, I've been tagging The Rock. I've been tagging, tagging Heinz Ward, freaking Rod Woodson, all those NFL. I mean, yeah. NFL, the um, XFL head coaches. I've been trying to get them all. So hopefully somebody can body's eye. They just give me some type of shot. That's all I'm asking for. It's it's really a very interesting time right now as far as the other professional leagues and that, you know, spring professional football has its challenges. We see that. Uh, but there are a lot, there's more opportunity out there right now than ever before. How it's all going to shake out, we don't know, right? You, yeah. you have to feel like, you know, I'm starting to date myself. You know, I'm 39, but like when I was really young, the World Football League was a, was a thing, and that was sort of like a minor league for the uh, NFL. And you sort of wonder, you know, if The Rock has those connections. I, th- I think the XFL and the NFL have already maybe been in discussions to sort of work at it and have mm-hmm. a close working relationship. So. It'll be interesting, man, if you can get in there just to see how it all plays out and how that works together, man. Yeah, it definitely would. Definitely. And I'm pretty sure there's leagues in Europe as well. So, honestly, oh. we would think about giving that a shot too, but we'll see how it all goes. I, I know a couple guys, man. I, you know, I, I, can, I can put you on with some guys, man. Who Breon Allen is a guy. He was a running back at East Carolina. I covered uh, – actually, I know him from Daytona Beach. He had left before. I got to Daytona Beach, but he played East Carolina, had a really nice career, and he's played like in Germany or somewhere um, yeah. for probably five or six years now. He's like a star over there, and he, he exactly. comes back over here, and, and uh, but I, he likes it. So, you know, I can always I can always hook you up with a guy who kind of give, tell you what it's like, but I know you know people too. So, Yeah, I know a couple of guys out there. They said they like it out there, and they said it's just another way for them to get film, and it's almost like a paid vacation, almost not really vacation, obviously. <laughs> but you get to get you get to go to no, Europe no. and play freaking football, so that's awesome. No, you're gonna go over there and dominate. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna dominate. Yeah, and we'll, something Brown and I always talk about on this podcast, Joe. Whether it be basketball, whether it be football, if you can ball, they're gonna come and find you. Yeah, but oh, for sure. With that being absolutely. With that being said, we're gonna take a break here real fast, and we'll be back with a word after our sponsor. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more. So, Joe, you, you mentioned, um, you know, a, a bit ago here that you transitioned, came home to Harrisburg, you've been back home for the past two months. And you said you've been, you know, focused on, on finding a job and, you know, making some extra cash. One of the things we talked about is how you're refereeing, actually, Little League basketball and helping coach with football. How's that been like for you? Oh, man, it's been fun. It's been fun. And you know what? From the feedback that I've been getting resting, I've been doing a pretty decent job. So I've actually gotten to uh, even do some high school games. And that's been that's been fun. And I've been enjoying that. And uh you know, given just being able to stay around football, like you said, coaching is always fun. I've been uh, actually just did a camp out in New York, uh, maybe a week or two ago. I got to coach some uh, DBs up, which was awesome. Just to, like I said, just to be around kids and just give my knowledge to them, and hopefully they can surpass me and what I've done. So that's fun. And I also, this is my little side side hustle, helping my cousin with his food truck. So that's also, yeah, that's also been fun. So if anybody in Harrisburg from 11 to 2 is downtown on 2nd Street of Market, come by. We'll hook you up. 2nd of Market. Which food truck is that? I know it's one on 2nd and Pond. Yeah, so it's the one on 2nd of Market. It's a Marsico's Italian food truck. 
Okay, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Right in front of side tech. Yep, and I'm in T Bank. Yep, exactly. Right there. Okay. Right there. Yep. Yeah, okay. That's what's up. I didn't even know you were helping them out down there. That's good to know that they still up and gone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he actually just came back. Because of COVID, he had to take two years off. But, yep, he's been back and just trying to help him out. Like I said, man, just trying to stay busy. That's all I get right. out of the house a little bit. So, yeah. I have a question for you. You know, obviously coaching runs in your family line. Your family, you know, has a bunch of athletes in it. I played with your cousin Chance Heaton. He was our oh, teammate. Yeah. Nonetheless, your father is the head coach over at Susquehanna Township. Do you foresee yourself someday becoming a coach of any sort, whether it be football, basketball? I know you love basketball, too. But is that something that you feel as though um, at, at the end of the day, if all else fails, if, if your dreams of pursuing football don't go how you expect them to, was that something that you would want to pursue? I personally do the behind the scenes of football. So I really enjoy player personnel, director of football operations type of job. So that's mm-hmm. something that I would really want to pursue. But I would also, if coaching was in the – it's happening – I would definitely coach too. I I love the, the game of basketball and football, like you said. Just being able to help kids—that's that's that's the best thing for it. Because honestly, the nods that I've gotten from going to college, playing the sports, and just to be able to give it to them, and hopefully they take it and do what they want with it—that would that would be awesome too. But yeah, like I said, my my uh, main thing would be director of personnel, director of football operations type guy. Just out of curiosity here, what was it like in high school for you going up against your father? There were some nights where you had Friday night fights and big time was going up against Susquehanna. And I would always ask Coach Hayden because I'd be conflicted. Who do I cheer for? Do I cheer for you or do I cheer for your son playing on the opposite team? And, I mean, that that has to be some sort of an experience. You know, that was that was awesome. Honestly, the worst of it, my mom got the worst of it. She was the most stressed out for her. That's what I always tell <laughs> people. Like, uh-huh. she would – she wouldn't know what to do. Uh, she had a jersey made with half my jersey, half Susquehanna. So that was uh-huh. awesome. And then the one, uh, my senior year, the the news came to our house. They didn't even interview us. They just interviewed her. So <laughs> I'm telling you, she was she was the main one that was going through it. But it was awesome playing against my dad. Like those those I don't know how many five six games that we got. It was it was fun. That week was always fun too. People swore that. My mom would kick out my dad. He had to stay in a hotel or she wasn't feeding him. But it was honestly, it was a normal week. It was as normal as it could be. We just wouldn't talk about football. That's all. <laughs> so, you know, when you talk about wanting to be like a GM, man, front, working in the front office, those are select positions too. Like, have you thought about, have you, talk, have you already started talking to some people like, I know you're focusing on trying to, you know, get your foot back in the door of one of these leagues, but have you already talked to people about what that road might have to look like or what, what you might have to do to make that happen? Yeah, so honestly, I would I would love to be in college athletics. So work with a college football team or college, just their whole athletic um, association, be within them and just work my way up. And then hopefully I'd really enjoy being an athletic director of a college or university that would that would be my end goal i feel like that's that's good money too man you you talk about you know uh 
college, though, you know, again, I want to bounce back to ODU real quick. You coming from there? They got some local guys there. Zach Koontz is set up to have maybe another big year for them. Uh, they just got Tajay Brody from uh, Middletown. Uh, Ricky Ronnie's in there as the head coach. Michael Schuster was an assistant. Um, so there's some local Central PA guys there. And Old Dominion, you know, you guys had to take a year off and you come back and make a bowl game. Feels like the program might have a little bit of a momentum there. I mean, tell us about that program with Ricky Ronnie running it, some of the local guys there, and, and what do you see for Old Dominion, man? Yeah, they also have two McDevitt guys now. They got Matt Geiger and they got um, Mario Easterly. Just, Matt, uh, yeah, I forgot. We have Mario podcast. I forgot they signed Mario, too. Tajay Brody yeah, and yeah. Matt. Matt Geiger's yeah. been there. Matt Geiger has been there like this nine years, too. I'm telling you, this is long as me, so I'm not the only one. I'm not the <laughs> yeah. only one. I, but um, oh, Matt Geiger had graduated. Oh, so I think he's getting his masters. I think yeah, he's getting I mean, his masters. I mean, yeah. Wow. So yeah. I mean, there's a lot of local flavor there, and it's a program that. I mean, it's hard in college football to take a year off and then come back and make a bowl game. So, I mean, what's the feeling around that program? What's it like being a part of that program? And like I said, it's a lot of Central PA flavor right now with 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 the Monarchs. Yeah, it was it was a blessing to be part of that program, especially. Uh, the transition from that 2019 to 2020 season, although we didn't play, um, just having that new coaching staff in, getting to know them, getting, uh, them getting to know us, it was awesome. And then, like you said, in 2021, being able to make a bowl game after going one and six, but alone that by itself, it's, the, the program's on an uproar. And that's what I've been telling people. Um, even when I was down there and I'd have interviews and stuff, I would be telling people, recruits, that this program is going to be one of the top group of five programs in the next coming years, especially with that coaching staff and the players that they have down there. It's 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 in the up and up for sure. Brian, JoJo, I think we have a podcast, man. Joe, we really appreciate you. Yeah, man, JoJo, appreciate you swinging through, man. Oh, yeah, thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. Keep us updated. Let us know if The Rock, if the rock hits you up, man. Yeah, hopefully he slide. He slide. Yeah, for sure. If he would hit me up, it would be awesome. It would be amazing. I'll let you know as soon as that happens. Tell people how to check you out on social and and, and check out your film real quick before we before we let it go. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter uh, at JoJo Heaton. Uh, if you want to laugh, you can find me on TikTok. I try to make some funny TikToks every once in a while. So, but and then um uh, my highlights are all on there. So yeah, find me there. Yeah, Jojo, we appreciate you coming on, man. And much continued success to you on your football journey. Best of luck to you. All right, thank you for having me, guys. No doubt. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash central PA sports med to learn more.